In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Yesterday, when I asked Maggie, this is a true story, yesterday I asked Maggie what I should preach about today, and she said, Hosanna, Lord have mercy. Catherine had been talking to her about the fact that uh, today at church we're going to be able to say, Hosanna. And so that was on her mind. But her saying, Hosanna and Lord have mercy, we've been saying in the hymns, out of the mouths of babes. And I think that is one, this is one of these instances where out of the mouths of babes came exactly what I think we need to hear. So if you don't remember anything else from this morning, remember two-year-old Maggie's Hosanna, Lord have mercy. Because we need both of those things. There is so much joy in the church right now. Hosanna! It's this exclamation of joy. This exclamation of our asking for the Lord to save us. And even our excitement and a complete adoration of him for the work of salvation that he has done for us. And so we exclaim, Hosanna! And in the epistle this morning, we heard uh, St. Paul talking about the need to rejoice and the taking away of anxiety and the ability to have a peace which surpasses all understanding. And he reminds us that the Lord is at hand. And so all of these things, we have the ability to then say, Hosanna. And the people, when they greeted Jesus as he was entering into the city of Jerusalem, they shouted, Hosanna. And they had this great excitement about the person of Jesus and all of the miraculous works that he had done. And yet, we need the Lord have mercy. We need that second thing that Maggie added because there's something that is missing even with those who were there uh, greeting Christ. Because their faith, while they were showing their faith at that moment, unfortunately didn't stick at that time. Because they forgot about that Lord have mercy section. At the end of the gospel this morning, we heard John say the reason that they had come out to greet Jesus was because he had done this sign. Now, John uses that word sign in the gospel over and over again uh, when he points to particular miracles that Jesus does to help us to know and understand that Jesus is truly the Son of God. And so they got the message, or at least it seemed like it. They got the message uh, there and they were saying Hosanna, but they were coming because they saw Jesus raise Lazarus from the dead, which we celebrated yesterday. And so they come out perhaps with an expectation. They come out with a hope for a worldly king that will come into Jerusalem and will finally free them from the oppression of the Roman authorities that they are under. They will finally be able to have this uh, worldly prosperity and comfort that they have been so longing for for so many years. And perhaps that might sound familiar. But brothers and sisters, that was not enough. That was not, it is not the gospel for us to be able to say that our Lord is coming to set up a worldly kingdom. And that's the chief phrase there. He's not there to give us worldly prosperity, worldly comfort. That is not the gospel. And so something was missing. 
Now, in order to make this clear, I put a couple of good quotes in your bulletin here this morning. And the first one is from St. Innocent of Alaska. And he really helps to sum this up because he says, to desire what is good for oneself, and that's what the people there were doing, to desire what is good for oneself and to seek prosperity or happiness is part of man's nature, and therefore it is not a sin or a vice. Hosanna! It's okay to want happiness, thank God. But, Lord have mercy. We need to know that here on earth there has not been and is not and never will be true and perfect happiness and prosperity. For our prosperity and happiness are only in God. And this is the message that Jesus had been preaching. This is not something new, right? This is what he had been preaching throughout all of his ministry. And in fact, it was the message that he was sending to them when he came into Jerusalem, not riding on a great big white steed, but riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey, a small donkey, as he comes into the city of Jerusalem, showing them that it's not about worldly glory. It's not about worldly prosperity. It is about something much deeper, something much bigger, because the gospel is about a promise of eternal life, a promise of the destruction and final end to suffering. The gospel is the promise of the victory over death. That's what Christ was showing in the raising of Lazarus. That's what Christ shows in the cross. That's what Christ shows in the resurrection. So they missed, they, were, they greeted Christ triumphantly with Hosanna, but because they did not have the Lord have mercy, they missed the real triumph of the cross. Because that's where Christ is the King of glory. And so to continue to help us, I have another quote here during Great Lent. I've been reading uh, this book called A Voice for Our Time, which is a translation of talks that Father Alexander Schmemann gave uh, throughout the 60s and 70s uh, over Radio Liberty. Uh, He was broadcasting uh, from Manhattan into communist Russia illegally so that he could attempt to encourage and attempt to catechize the people who were there oppressed under the communist regime at that time. And he actually spoke about happiness in this way. He says, Happiness lies within us in that unattainable sense of clarity and peace that does not depend on external circumstances and consequently comes not from the outside but from deep inside. Happiness lies in a clear conscience, in inner certitude and integrity. It lies in a constant inner focus on what is true, good, and beautiful, in constant inner communion with the joy of truth, the joy of goodness, the joy of beauty. Happiness lies in the constant overcoming of busyness and frivolity, envy and fear, self-love and egoism, all of that debris that darkens the soul. Happiness lies in love and wonderment. Happiness lies in gratitude and thanksgiving. Happiness lies in orientation upward. Happiness finally lies in finding the one who is in all of this and who stands behind all of it in finding God. 
So 200 years after St. Innocent wrote about our needing to find happiness only in God, Father Alexander says the same thing. Finding our happiness, finding our joy in who God truly is and not who we expect him to be. Because it is important for us to see who he is. The real victory that is there, because if we miss who he is and we expect something different, we will be sorely disappointed. And we will miss the eternal promises that the Lord has given to us, because that's the gospel. And so Father Alexander, and this will be the last quote that I read, really encourages us very much at the the end of that talk he gave. It says, it is high time, it is time, high time. To leave all pseudo-happiness and to seek the paths to true happiness. It is time to unmask the miserable, cheap prophets who shout about happiness and have filled the world with fear, hostility, and loneliness. It is time to shake off the ageless nightmare and to return to the spirit about whom the prayer says so beautifully. The comforter, the spirit of truth who art everywhere present and fillest all things with himself, treasury of blessings and giver of life. These words repeated by the church every day, every hour, are in fact a true prayer for happiness. Brothers and sisters, we need that Hosanna, the excitement of the triumph of the Lord, but we need the Lord have mercy along with it so that we can follow after Christ truly. And so that we can receive and know the eternal promises. Not to think about the worldly, earthly promises, but instead to focus on those things which are everlasting. Hosanna! The Lord is entering into Jerusalem this day. Lord, have mercy. He goes there to face the cross. Hosanna! Lo, through the cross, Joy has come into all the world. Lord, have mercy. May God strengthen us to be able to take up our cross and follow after him. Hosanna! And and following him to enter into the eternal kingdom of heaven where there is no sickness, nor sign, nor sorrow, but life everlasting. Hosanna! Lord, have mercy. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.